Welcome back to McKenna's NHL Podcast. I'm your lead NHL writer and host, Kyle McKenna. And the last time we spoke, the San Jose Sharks were down in the series two games to nil. And now the Penguins have taken a 3-1 to series lead in the Stanley Cup Finals as they won game four by a score of 3-1. to And for once, we're actually outshot uh, by the San Jose Sharks 24-20. So kind of a a tough game for uh, Martin Jones, even as superb as he's been. He still probably would have liked to have that first goal back on a big rebound. But either way, you know, here we are three games to one. I'm sure people are asking, you know, can the San Jose Sharks do it? Can they at least force a game seven? Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the Sharks can do it. You know, this is another one of those things where a team has only come back from a 3-1 deficit in the Stanley Cup Finals once and it was in 1940 so in my opinion that's just not relevant anymore to this time but hey I mean you never know what can happen um the Sharks have played better and that's being kind when I say better uh these last two games but there's still there's just something missing there they're still hesitant they don't look confident they're still they're watching as the Penguins skate around them beat them to pucks aggressively attack them and force them to turn the puck over they double the amount of turnovers as the penguins did last game and their big stars aren't cashing in like the penguins big stars are and the fact that Evgeny Malkin scored last game I think really puts the icing on the cake because he didn't have a goal um hadn't done anything this whole entire series and the fact that he scored and they won I mean if it's not Crosby who gets on the stat sheet I know Kessel assisted on Malkin's goal there, but if it's not Kessel, then it ends up being Malkin. If it's not Malkin, it's just it's someone else. It's Eric Fair. So you just go up and down the list. Pittsburgh has been fantastic. It's been unbelievable what they've been able to do and longevity of it too. It's been the enti- it's just been nonstop the entire playoffs. And I, I get it. Like the teams who you know they win the Stanley Cup, they're you know quote unquote fantastic throughout the you know. The run, the 16 wins they need to get, but not like not like this. This is one of the better, one of the better runs I've seen in uh, quite a while um, from a team because they just they make it look easy, and it's it just it's nonstop. They they don't stop. There's no giving up in that team. I think they've played a total of about three minutes of of bad hockey where the Sharks had them on their heels, which wasn't even a game that the Sharks won. And it's funny, I was mentioning on the last podcast here that I think Sidney Crosby is playing the best hockey he's ever played. He's doing everything he has to do away from the puck. He's carried himself better, which does take an effect on your team and and your performance, whether you want to admit it or not. You know, guys are throwing shots at him, which is part of the game, part of the finals. And he's just looking the other way and then making plays and making sure his team wins. Um, and it's funny, you know, the next day after, uh, you know, I mentioned this is probably, I think, the best hockey I've ever seen play. What do you know? Uh, Wayne Gretzky tells a Canadian reporter, I believe from Sportsnet, that he's taking his play to a whole nother level. So I know Wayne Gretzky wasn't the best coach, and he never will be a good coach because the, the great ones never are. But I wouldn't uh, um, second guess his judge of talent or, or comments on how Sidney Crosby is playing. And as far as Sidney Crosby goes, I think this guy is the con Smythe. I know it's cliche. It'd probably be easy to say Crosby, but I, I really do. I think he has taken his play to a whole nother level. 
and he deserves a trophy. I don't think the Penguins get this far if he doesn't play like he like he's playing this postseason. And that was the knock on him the past five or six years was that he couldn't necessarily bring his game to a whole nother level. And even though they've add, added some pieces like Phil Kessel, a lot of this still falls on the shoulders of Sidney Crosby, and he's risen to the occasion. And I know he's 10 years into the league, but in a way, you could still you throw the term out there that he's matured. He's matured as a player, and it looks like as a leader, too, a teammate. So all kudos to him in Pittsburgh because, uh, I mean, even right now, I would I would put them down as the favorites to win the Cup next year, as easy as it is to say that. Um, that's not always the reality because of the salary cap, etc. A lot of teams lose players the following season after winning a Stanley Cup. Certain guys get overpaid, etc. And you know you lose that mojo. But the, as far as I'm concerned, right now, I don't I don't think the Penguins are on the verge of lo- losing too many guys. They have guys under contract, and oh by the way, they can make room in their cap space by trading Mark Andre Fleury and paying the better goalie right now, one of their studs. You know nothing. And to, and to be that good, to be a Stanley Cup winning goaltender. So good things in Pittsburgh. And, you know, I know I'm, I'm really not giving the Sharks that much hope here. Um, but, I mean, hey, look, it is possible they could force a Game 7. I'm going to say they're going to win uh, tomorrow night's game. And I think for a couple of reasons, starting with, I think even the traveling goes in their favor. I've been saying that all series. So maybe it will eventually catch up to Pittsburgh. And I think Pittsburgh's going to be dealing with some distractions where their their players are not familiar with, which is, look, they're on the verge of, of hoisting Lord Stanley, which is going to be in their building tomorrow night. And they got to deal with all the outside distractions of who needs to be there. Everything that comes with winning the Stanley Cup is a distraction, whether they want to admit it, whether you realize it or not, that's how it is. And it's probably going to take a toll on them. And... I think the Sharks need to take that to their advantage. They're going to be focused. They're on the road. They played well on the road all season. So this is it. This is your time. Uh, Maybe you can sneak one up on the uh, the Penguins here, get back in it, fly home, and hope for the best. But like I said, the Penguins, they have been nonstop. Um, So we shall see. Um, So let's get to some questions here from McKenna's Digest. And we have a caller, and it looks like... This caller is from Florida, but it's actually not John from Naples. Jake from Miami. Hey, Mickey, this is Jake from Miami. Uh, huge Florida Panthers fan. Uh, really excited about the team. Wanted to get your opinion on their new jerseys. I kind of like the old ones better. I think these ones look like soccer jerseys to me. Just want to get your thoughts. Uh, thank you, Jake from Miami, for the phone call. And it's funny, I actually just wrote an article on this for Hooked on Hockey Magazine. It's featured on that website, hookedonhockeymagazine.com. And I, I like the Florida Panthers' new jerseys. I know some people don't really care about the uniforms. I'm a hockey jersey guy, hockey jersey nerd. I take a lot of pride in the hockey jerseys and what teams are wearing. I'm always very interested in what they're doing. And I always uh, make sure to comment on it. And uh, I like what the Florida Panthers did. I think there's no doubt it was time for some sort of change. Um, even if they kept the old logo, which they did, and they actually have the decals on the um, the helmets, they just kind of updated the the logo and got rid of some features in there. The the leaping panther, I like that logo. I mean, I thought they could have even maybe used that as a primary logo on the jerseys they have now. And I also mentioned how they should consider using that logo for an alternate jersey in the future. 
you know, a navy blue jersey. Um, but the, the jerseys they've been wearing uh, the past few years here since the Reebok Edge change, uh, I think they they're just an ugly design. They reminded me of an apron, the way the the shoulders were laid out, and then with the front being blank with no stripes. I'm big on stripes. I, I think a hockey jersey needs to have stripes. Um, I know the the Sharks don't necessarily have any stripes on the front, but that's a whole other story because the Sharks have arguably the best jersey in hockey. But I, I like what the Panthers did. I, I think the, the quote-unquote Boy Scout shield or whatever you want to call it, European look, I think it looks cool. And like anything else these days in sports marketing, it has a quote-unquote clean look. And I, I think it's cool what they did with the horizontal stripe in the middle. Sure, it's a, it's a page out of the Montreal Canadiens book, but let's be real. Other teams have done it. They're probably not going to be the last to do it either. So we can't necessarily knock them for that. And they also kind of put their own stamp on it, considering they didn't. the horizontal stripe doesn't go all the way around the jersey. It doesn't wrap around the back like Montreal Canadiens does. Um, they've got a cool font for you know the numbers, the names on the back. And I really like the the alternate logo on the sleeve there. And then they're going to add banners once you make the team. It's going to have a you know a banner that's got that mil- military um, esque look in a shield where it, you know it's going to add Florida or Panthers above the uh, the Florida flag with the the Panther crawling above it. Once you make the team, and then if you're a captain, it's you know you're going to have a labeled uh, captain banner on there. I mean that that's that's really unique. And I think it's really cool. You know, there's nothing about that that, you know, you could have a negative comment on. Um, So I I think they did, you know, a nice job. And I'm a little surprised most of the feedback I received from Panthers fans has been negative. And I think it will grow on them. I mean, when I first saw it, I'll be honest, I thought it was just okay. It didn't move me. And then within a day, it did. It grew on me. I think think they did a, a really good job. And I think they deserve some credit. Um, you know, it was just, it was time to move on from the other logo. And I'm sure a lot of Panthers fans like the, you know, the other logo, but it was time for something different. Um, so you never know. Hey, you know, New Jersey, new look. Maybe we'll bring them uh, some new luck. Um, I think the last team to change uniforms and uh, really have success was the Anaheim Ducks when they completely changed their uniform. They went from the Mighty Ducks to the Anaheim Ducks. That year, they went on to win the Stanley Cup, so I'm sure the Panthers are hoping for the same. And let's get to the Twitter question from John in Boston, Massachusetts. John wants to know, where do you see Milan Lucic landing this offseason? Well, I know he really likes L.A., and L.A. really likes him, so in a perfect world, I I think he would end up in a Los Angeles Kings uniform again, but I don't think that's the case. I think there's certain teams out there with a cap room who will throw money at him and give him the years because he's worth it too. With He's without a, without a doubt a guy you need to win a Stanley Cup championship. He's a depth guy, but he's more than just that. He's one of the best depth players in the league. Now he's proven he can be a, you know, a, a top guy and he can really impact um, you know your, your best players. So I think Vancouver, I think, has made it known that they they want to go after him. So we shall see. Um, it'll be interesting. Maybe he ends up with Florida. How about that? New Jersey's and you get Milan Lucic. That would really help you get over the hump. So they could they could use it too. I mean, they, they I know Florida has a lot of talent there, but their leading goal scorer was Yammer Yager last year. And you know, I love Yags. 
one of my favorite players of all time. He's a living legend, but I'm not so sure he should be your leading goal scorer. Um, so I think Lucic would be a nice fit in Florida. I think you would add a, a whole other dynamic to that good lineup and potentially help them get over the hump. So we shall see. And even if hockey does end tomorrow night on the next edition of McKenna's NHL Podcast, we'll still talk about the Stanley Cup Finals here, what to expect maybe going forward with both teams, and then we also have the World Cup coming up. So if you'd like to tweet your NHL questions about the Stanley Cup Finals or even the World Cup, which is right around the corner, you can follow me on Twitter at McKenna underscore TLT5. Or, and then just tweet at me using the hashtag McKenna's Digest, and I'll be sure to answer your question over the podcast here. And just another quick thing, McKenna's NHL Podcast is now available on iTunes. You can subscribe for free, so I'd really appreciate that. And I appreciate everyone who's who's been tuning in and commenting, etc., and uh, participating, asking questions. Thank you to Jake in Miami and John from Boston, Massachusetts for the questions. I appreciate all the support. And enjoy the game tomorrow night, guys. I'm out.